Hey, sports fans! Welcome to our podcast exclusive OTR Sidelines, where we step off the court and have off the record conversations with our friends from the sports media industry. Migs Bustos, Chesco Liton Kalao. OTR Sidelines. This is off the record. Hey, sports fans! This is Migs. And Cheska, welcome to our podcast exclusive OTR Sidelines. Where we step off the court and have off the record conversations with our friends from the sports media industry. And for today, we're joined in by our guest PBA courtside reporter Carla Lizardo as we talk about the infamous Gilas Pilipinas Australia Boomers brawl that happened inside the Philippine arena. Carla, thank you so much for joining us here on OTR Sidelines. Carla, our first question would be when the fight broke out, can you tell us what was it like from your perspective? Derecho. Okay. I know. Yeah. I'm like, hi guys. Wow. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Having me again, by the way. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Carla. Okay. Straight to the point. Lang, straight to the point. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. Um, okay. So when the fight broke out, actually it wasn't too much of a surprise because coming into the game, there was already a lot of tension. So even the day before, you know, the whole sticker incident happened. And then even while the two teams were warming up, there was really tension that was going on. That was actually my first report. Na parang medyo may initana ng ulo na nangyayari. Sa shoot-around pa lang. So when the all-out fight happened, I was kind of confused. Medyo natranta ako. I was running back and forth. I didn't really know what to do. Hindi ko alam kung... Do I run towards the fight because I have to get the story, or do I run away because? <laughs> <natatakot ako. laughs> I guess that was my yan. initial reaction. Saka nakaupunon. Saka nakaupunon. Li- you know literal. what? I don't have any game. Na yon. I was seated, you know, the small seat ng cameraman on the side. That was the only seat that I had. I don't know why, but I was seated sa further corner ng court. So malayo ako. Malayo ako from the actual like benches. I was on the other side. You were the lone courtside reporter assigned to that game. Uh, obviously, you already started doing your research even before you stepped into the arena. And you knew that there was tension already. So what was your... Like, obviously, no one, ex- like, no one expected <laughs> yeah. uh, those things to happen. But what was your uh, preparation in terms of entering such a high-tension game? Oh, well, definitely I was following everything that was happening. My Nothing different naman, but I just felt like extra pressured because I was so excited for that game. Eh. It was the first time that I was assigned as the courtside for Aguila's game. So it was a really big deal for me. So I did my usual preps, like all the research about both teams, sino ba dapat yung kausapin, the key players. There was really nothing out of the ordinary except yun nga na my extra story na medyo my tensions happening the night before. Um but I completely you know like I was caught off guard at how big the brawl got. Eh yun nga like I said earlier I was running back and forth deciding if I should run towards or away. <laughs> um eventually lumapit ako, lumapit ako sa bench ng Gilas kind of 
behind them. And then that's when the chair flew. So I was like, okay, I'll just run away. Because I don't know if I'm going to talk to So uh, instead, I went to the, I decided to go to the OB van. Na lang, where the referees were. If you remember, there was a really, really, really long break. I think it was yes. around 45 minutes yes. to an hour. Mm-hmm. And that was because all of the referees were in the OB van reviewing and reviewing the tapes kung sino yung naging involved dun sa brawl. So kaya, like, ilang, naka-ilang replay because they yeah. were really trying to pinpoint the numbers of the players. Ayun. <laughs> Actually, so I, I, I was gonna ask. I'm glad you brought up that break because, obviously, from a broadcasting standpoint, that's dead air. There is nothing happening on the court, and it's replay after replay after replay. So, yeah. as you know, since you were part of the coverage team, and I like I didn't get to watch it on TV because I was actually in the venue watching the game as well. What was the broadcast yeah. like? What were what did you have to do during the break? And I'm sure the anchors were, you know, trying to stretch as much stretch. as possible. Yeah, actually, I don't think nagap sila or it took a while until nagap sila. So I mean, great job to the panel that day. Yes. It was really hard for them. Ako naman kasi yun nga. Like I was in the OB van the whole time, pero hindi rin ako makabalik. Cause ano yung report ko? Wala pang final um, thing that I could share. And then I felt super ano. You know me, like, I, I I, don't, well, the people who watch on TV probably don't know, but I'm a very socially anxious person. So, ako parang tarantang taranta. And then, sobrang nakafocus yung mga referees. And I'm like, excuse me, what's the update? <laughs> what's going on? And then finally, after how how many minutes, they said, okay, so tatlo na lang yung matitira. Um, kasi tatlo lang nga yung hindi involved. So, I felt, like of course, sobrang stressed, and I felt so sad. Na yun na yun nga yun naging outcome. So I had to walk back the arena, knowing that fact before they before they announced it. So ako parang okay. Paano ko sasabihin? Like I was really trying to compose myself, kasi syempre, ang taas na rin ng emotions. And then yun sabi ko dun sa ano ko sabi ko sa floor director. Okay, I'm ready. Like I can do a report. Tapos sinabi ko na sa panel na tatlo na alang yung pweding maglaro. So, TBH, I'm also very emotional. Like, <laughs> I wanted to cry when I found out. And then, yung feeling na yung crowd, di ba parang no one knew what was going on, no one knew how it would proceed. So, parang feeling ko yung pagpasok. And then, Philippine Arena is so big. And then, ako parang, I have this knowledge. <laughs> na ito na yung mangyayari. Like, you better deliver it well, Carla. <laughs> Uh, like I, I feel the pressure right now, just like looking back at that moment. Mm-hmm. Now, now, just for this particular instance, we're gonna do a little something different. Uh, because <laughs> once lang naman to nangyari. Uh, of course, thank you, Carla, for sharing your uh, experience uh, when it comes to that infamous brawl. But uh, para po sa listeners natin, myself and Cheska were also in the venue, but at different capacities. So of course, yeah. Carla was the courtside reporter for that game. I was there also reporting from a media perspective, and Cheska was there from well, I, a spectator's I was just perspective. <laughs> yeah, and no, no, uh, maybe we can share experiences also. Uh, check uh, from what we saw when that yeah. broke out. Check. Uh, you, you, you wanna, you wanna I know, share? And, uh, what, wow. Hi, 
there, I'm Mish, host of Mish Conceptions, the podcast that talks about the common struggles of modern day millennials and Gen Zs as we all navigate through college, enter the real world, and build our careers. Let's talk about the realities of adulting and corporate world that no one will tell you about. These are the things you wish you knew sooner to get ahead in life or simply just to get by. Join me in my podcast, Misconceptions, as we discuss maximizing college, life after college, building your career, self-improvement, relationships, and anything and everything that will help you on your personal and career development. So make sure you check out my podcast after you listen to this episode. See you there. Honestly, I think I was in shock for the first 10 minutes because I, again, we are all emotionally invested in Gilas. We love our national team. We love our basketball. And again, no one wanted this to happen. No one expected this to happen. And I just remember sitting there just absolutely stunned. And I, I could, you know, the tension was so thick. You could feel it weighing your shoulders down. And I had no idea what was going to happen next. And I just remember thinking na parang sana no one is seriously hurt. Sana, sana matuloy pa yung game. But obviously, well, it didn't. <laughs> um, and I know, that, I, I know that so many lessons were learned that day. Um, and I know that no one ever wants this to happen again. Yeah. Right. No, for for me, quick uh, share ko lang. Um, actually, Carla, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong. The score was around seventy six forty eight, and then it was midway through the third quarter. And then sabi ko alam ko wala na to. My manager, yung desk ko nun, she called me and said, "Oh, Migs, ano nang balita jan? Ah, wala ate. Ano na to? Ah, tapos na to. Kasi, I mean, realistically, di ba? I mean, Australia was gonna win it. Five minutes later, the fight broke out, and everybody was just like standing. Yung media booth non, kung kung yung part ng court kung saan talaga naging heavy yung away, kung baga five o'clock non slanted, tapos parang upper A upper B yung distance. Yeah. So we were like, what's this? And then ang ano pa non, ang instruction pa non sa media, kasi nga um yung coverage was heavily on five, so we cannot take videos as media media people mm-hmm. cannot take videos mm-hmm. of course diba pero that that time all hell broke loose eh. i remember a colleague of mine parang she nag video through her camera tapos yun yung material namin for abs and then i i, I report for dzmm etc hindi ko rin alam yung sasabihin ko parang nagpapanic din ako kasi hindi mo alam kung magsaswarm ba doon yung crowd yeah. kasi kon- konti na lang isa or dalawang oh, levels yeah. na lang pwede siyang riot eh yeah diba Pero yeah. buti na lang na-control siya. And then everybody was just out of control. Walang gusto magpa-interview. I don't know, Carla, what, uh, coming into this, tatahi ko na siya. Uh, after the game, meron bang nagpa-interview sa'yo? No, wala, wala. Everyone went straight to the dugouts. And then we weren't allowed to go out of the dugouts to make sure that Australia could leave first. Mm-hmm. And then nang nakaalis na sila sa venue, that's when we were allowed to go home. Just to make sure. So, yun nga. Um, like what you said, it was so close to becoming worse. 
So, buti na nga lang, you know, even, I, I saw kasi na, syempre, maraming members ng audience na uminit rin yung ulo, but mm-hmm. there were also members of the audience who did their part na parang, wait, like, stop, yeah. yep. um, wag yeah. kayo susugod. So, I'm glad that that happened. And yun nga, um, buti no one was really seriously hurt and, no, you know, everyone got out of there safe. Yeah. Pero wala, walang nagpa-interview. In terms of that coverage, because I'm, I'm sure it's kind of hard to top this in terms of your basketball assignments. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. There were, uh, were there any uh, revelations uh, when it comes to, you know, being able to cover a game where obviously the, unex- the unexpected happened? Well, it prepared me for the next few uh, things that I was about to experience. Because <laughs> um, a little bit after that, nangyari yung Spider-Man incident. So, oh parang after God. nun, hindi oh, na ako gugulat ulit. <laughs> Ikaw din yun. Ikaw yes, din ako rin yun. yun. Ako rin yun. Kaya lagi ako niloloko ni Sir Sev na, oh, yung nanay mo, like when I have a kid na daw, mahilig daw ako makipag-away or mahilig ako sa gulo kasi ako lagi yung courtside na ano na naka-assign pag may ganap na ganon. But I guess like it, it taught me how to be calm under pressure. Um, yun nga, like I was really emotional. I'm a really emotional person. So you know, you gotta get a grip when things go to hell. Um, and yun nga, I guess just like knowing where I should go, like, what I should do. Parang, nag- after that, like, I-, I really feel like I'll be composed no matter what I face <laughs> on the basketball court. But Carla, particularly at that moment, diba, what does it take for someone in your position uh, to be able to deliver those reports, yung mga classing news na ganun on live TV? Oh, you really have to be sensitive about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, given uh, ang taas ng emotions, everyone was angry. So you just have to uh, get the facts, get the facts right, and deliver them in a cool and composed manner. I, I really wanted to make sure na, kasi parang no one naman told me what to do. Eh. No one said like, oh, pumunta ka sa OB van. Like, nagkakagulo na eh. So it was, ano, parang it was up to me kung saan ako pupunta, saan ako kukuha ng storya. So, I'm happy that I decided to go to the van because doon ko lang naman talaga makukuha yung facts agad-agad straight from the referees. And, yun, like, it took a lot of emotional control on my end. Tumutulo na yung luha ko, but I'm like, no, no, you stay there. <laughs> you stay there because, yun nga, like, we're so emotionally invested in our national team. Like, we love Gila so much. So, just to be in that spot, you know, you just have to be professional. Maikli lang naman yung report. So, deliver it well. And then, ano, umupo ka na dun sa tabi ng court. Dun mo na i-feel yung emotions mo. With, with the things that you've mentioned, it, it, it reminded me of this article that I read a while back uh, about courtside reporters. They had Doris Burke and Kristen Ledo. And Kristen mentioned that she always had to remind herself that the things she would say, because she's yeah. the one who goes to the dugout, she's the one who talks to the players, especially if a player is injured, when she comes out and does that report, it's her words that the player's family will hear. Yeah. 
And obviously, when something like that, something that crazy happens, it's your words coming yeah. out of the OB van, coming out of the dugout. It's your words that the entire audience watching will hear first. Yeah. Um, in terms of getting those reports, in terms of putting together those reports, how hard was it crafting them, knowing that obviously the entire Philippines is waiting yeah. to learn about what's going on behind the scenes? Actually, I didn't really have enough time to think. Like, I had the fact that I had the three players na matitira. And then, I, kasi papasok ako and alam ko na ang tagal nang nagsasalita ng panel eh. So, I had to come in na to give them an update because I know how hard that is for them to fill in that space. And I didn't really think about it so much. Like, tinawid ko lang talaga yung report na yun. I didn't really think long and hard. I just gave them the facts. Actually, dalawang beses nga lang ata ako naka-report during that game eh. The first one nga was kind of the mood setter. With the Gilas coverages naman, hindi naman super pumapasok yung courtside mm-hmm. and not like the regular PBA games. So yun nga, like the first one, talagang pinag-isipan ko kasi mood setter yun eh. It will set the tone also of the coverage. So... Yun, I really had to make sure what was going on. Kasi nakita ko nga na parang merong a little bit of an argument broke out in the half court. So nilapitan ko si Gabe um, before the game started. I was like, what's happening? Tapos sabi niya, parang naiinis sila na tumatawid yung gilas dun sa half court ng shoot around. So I was like, okay, okay. So in-include ko yun sa report ko na merong ganong nangyayari before the game even started. So yeah, pero yung second, yung ano, yung update about the brawl, wala na, wala nang ano, parang I'm lucky I've been doing this for years now. So I can kind of go on autopilot and just deliver it. Yeah. One of the three players, when we talk about uh, notable players, um especially in that brawl, dance na uh, yung hindi nag-engage. Mm-hmm. One of them is Junmar Fajardo. Yeah. Of course, uh, there's video of him just walking away. Parang nasa likod lang niya yung game. Nagsampugan na lahat, tas parang nag-walk away lang siya. Did you yeah. have any conversations with him after that? And uh, I know we've read those articles, but personally from you, Carla, did you get to speak mm-hmm. with uh, Junmar? Actually, with any of the players, hindi ko na siya bringing up ulit. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. Because like, it was such a bad memory, so I didn't want to like, keep bringing yeah. it up. Um, well, now, I mean, obviously, it's been a long time since then, mm-hmm. so we can look back because we've already learned the lessons yes. from that day. But that's it, tense pa rin the days after. Eh. And it was, it was hard, I'm sure, for everyone in the sports industry to kind of figure out the best way to talk about the situation, especially ng very emotional palahat. So I actually didn't bring it up to the players na. But with Junmar naman, I'm not surprised. I mean, we all know him. He is the guy talaga who will not engage. Parang he knows. Ano lang siya? Like, he's so ano eh, in control of his emotions. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> like, when I talk to him, he's like the chillest guy I've ever met. Kahit na, ano, diba? Like, grabe na yung narating niya. It's like, you know, he's there to play. Total focus. Yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, would you say that out, again, like, I, 
I talk to you every single day, Carla. So, <laughs> so with with all your assignments, again, you you did the uh, you were assigned to the Spider Man game. Yes. Uh, you're also assigned to the SPs. You're also assigned to several other notable moments in yeah. in Philippine basketball and all of that. But would you say that this is the craziest? This is the top. Uh, you know, I don't even know what the word is. Top, like the most insane, the most. <laughs> oh yeah, the most. I think that's wildest. the best way. The, yeah, the wildest coverage that you've been assigned to. Yes, yes, hands down. Yes, <laughs> unfortunately, like I wouldn't have wanted it to be that way. Because yun nga that. And I think until now, yun lang yung Gilas game na cover ko. Um, but yes, hands down, the Gilas Australia brawl was the wildest, most insane coverage I've ever had. Thankfully, we've all moved on from this. Again, lessons have been learned. And I, I'm just excited to see where Gilas will go yeah. in the future. Habol lang ako, Carla. Bonus question. Uh, I'm sure you have friends, your family members, diba? knew that you covered that game. What were mm-hmm. the most frequent questions or maybe concerns that you got from them? Well, everyone was asking me what really happened as someone who was on the court mismo. Um, like, what happened during the fight? And then my parents talk to me when I got home. <laughs> and then, sabi daw ng mommy ko, si Carla yung nag-cover ng game. Kasi like, my parents watch all of my coverages. Eh. They're super like, stage parents. Um, so my mom was like, ah, oh, paano na yung anak natin? Like, nagkakagulo dun. And my dad was like, don't worry, mabilis tumakbo si Carla. <laughs> <laughs> Magaling daw ako umiwas sa gulo. So, they were fine. <laughs> Thank you so much, Carla. And we hope that we can get you as a guest again to talk about your other uh, memorable assignments. For sure. <laughs> I'm <laughs> always free so to go our zone. Lang ako. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Thank you so much, Carla Lizardo, for guesting on OTR Sidelines as we talked about her uh, experience in reporting from the Philippine arena, of course, uh, from the infamous uh, Gilas Pilipinas Australia Boomers match. Once again, this has been Migs Bustos and Cheska Litankalao, and this is OTR Sidelines. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.